Hey everyone, this is Krista Bontrager. I want to thank you for watching today. This is part of a series of reflections that I'm doing related to issues related to biblical manhood, biblical womanhood, um, gender questions, women in ministry questions, and that sort of thing. And in this discussion, I wanted to talk about one of the key word pictures that the New Testament authors give us for the church, and that is that we are a family, and that we are actually co-heirs with Jesus Christ. And what it says in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 11, it says, both the one who makes people holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. And I love this word picture that how we ought to relate to one another is as a happy, healthy, functional family. And that Jesus is like our big brother. We are co-heirs with him. It says in Ephesians chapter 1 that God the Father has predestined us for adoption to sonship. In other words, to be the children, his children through Jesus Christ in accordance with the pleasure, his pleasure and will. The word picture here is that the Father is our Heavenly Father. Jesus is like our big brother going before us. We're co-heirs with him. And so we ought to think of each other as brothers and sisters. And I think that something has gone dreadfully wrong in American evangelicalism, where our primary way that we seem to relate to one another as men and women is in a sexual way. Um, I did a previous conversation conversation about friendship and the um, need for holy friendship between men and women, and that that can be an actually a good thing, and we're following in the example of Jesus. And this is sort of in a continuation of that idea that when we get to the church age in the epistles, the way that God has revealed how he wants his people to relate to each other is primarily as brothers and sisters. And we think about brothers and sisters, that's not somebody that we want to have sex with. That's somebody that we want to protect, that we want to care for their reputation. We want to love them even in the hard times and that we want to persevere with them. And I love this word picture because it, it helps me know how to love my fellow Christians better, even when they're difficult to love. But it also provides the ground for friendship among all of us, uh, between women, uh, men between men, or sometimes men and women, that we can have and ought to have and ought to cultivate as Christians holy and sanctified friendships. And that we live in a culture right now that is sexualizing everything. We now not only relate to the opposite sex in a, in a sexual way, now we're starting to relate to the same sex in a sexual way. And so, well, I can't have too many women friends or I can't have too many close male friends because, you know, that could be seen as, well, maybe I'm gay or maybe I'm a lesbian. I think that one of the, the ways that Christians ought to differentiate ourselves from the culture with Christian culture is that, that we are able to transcend those ideas and love each other as brothers and sisters. And I love what Paul says to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 5. He says, uh, do not rebuke older men harshly, but exhort him as if he were your father. Treat younger men as brothers, treat older women as mothers, and treat younger women as sisters with absolute purity. 
this is the picture of what the church ought to be, is as a family. And this ought to help us love each other better. And I hope that this will challenge you that um, if you're not doing things to really cultivate meaningful relationships within the body of Christ, to be known by fellow Christians, or that the only way that you can relate to people of the opposite sex is to think about them sexually, it's time to invite the Lord to bring you into alignment with absolute purity about that person and to help align your thinking with his vision for the body of Christ for us to relate to each other as family. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye.